my name's John Lee Pettimbo The same as my daddy and his daddy before You hardly ever saw granddaddy down here He only come a town about twice a year He'd buy a hundred pounds of yeast and some copper line Everybody knew that he made moonshine Now a revenue man want a granddaddy bad Headed up to Hollywood, everything he had For my time, but I've been told Never come back from Copperhead Road Brings a tear to my eye. My song finally available for the world to hear. You know it'll be a number one seller. I can't sell it. Anyway, please feel free to share it with your friends. 
that, I mean, obviously a superior version of that song. And the uh, and the real behind the music story of the song Copperhead Road by Steve Earle, a.k.a. Eric Zane. All right, let's get started on not the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast as you all process what you just heard, which was incredible. Got a number of clips that I want to play for you. Uh, a lot of the stuff in this first edition of Not the Best of the Eric Sancho podcast goes way back. Like um, the first two weeks of the podcast, which I mean, here we are uh, just past four years of podcasting. Let's start it off with uh, you can never go wrong if you're telling a story about the YMCA, uh, not the song by the village people, but this is a story about when I. <laughs> I ran into this couple, and I don't know where they are today. I hope they're still with us. Gary and Gloria. Holy shit. All I wanted to do was take a dump, and I ran into these two chatty Cathy's that were slowing me down. Holy crap. It's to kick off this edition of Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. I have a story for you. I'll just get right to it from uh, the YMCA. I need to get comfortable here. All right, so it's pretty typical. I'm on the treadmill, I'm finishing up, and then I have to take a shit. I hope this is, uh, I hope this, I hope this, uh, I don't know why I'm getting a weird vibe that the uh, Wi-Fi is jacked, but if it is, I'm going to keep it going, sorry. All I have to do is take a dump because you've heard how that happens to me. I run and run and run and all of a sudden it's like, here it comes. So I'm like, all right. And uh, you know what I'm going to do here? I'm going to get rid of these uh, comments. I cannot, I can't tell this story. All right. Learning curve. Shut off comments. Because I just can't, it just keeps distracting me. Business as usual, get off the treadmill. I'm like, okay, good. I'm glad I'm I'm done. Uh, Because I got to go. Turn around and uh, there's a gentleman on the Stairmaster. And he starts to take out his earbud and he's kind of looking at me and he's getting off of the Stairmaster. And uh, he want, I know he wants to say something. And uh, he says, look, um, I'm a friend of, uh, I, I, I don't know if I may have met you in the past. I think he did meet me in the past, but uh, actually I asked him, I go, have we met? Because after he said this, he goes, I'm a friend of so-and-so and I just want to say you're handling this you're firing with a lot of uh, a lot of class and i said well that is very nice thank you so much for saying that i appreciate that and um, all the while i'm thinking i need to shit so while i'm thinking that i can sense that this is not going to be a long interaction this guy seemed to be uh, short and sweet and that was very very nice of him to do that so i'm going to escape and get into the shitter in quick time. But it's a little bit more, uh, it's a little bit more frantic on my butthole at this point. But not, I wasn't too scared. But then, <laughs> behind dude, 
I see another person. It's Gary. Gary's about 166 years old. I love him dearly. His, uh, he comes walking up and he makes eye contact with me. And he goes, hey, he's one of these guys that, uh, even though I'm talking to the guy, he wants to jump in. So I go, all right, I got to defuse this. Because now we're starting to get closer to eruption on my ass. I'm finishing up with dude. Gary walks up. He goes, where you been? I go, oh, you know, I've been around. I'll, uh, I'll, and I said, I made a mistake. I said, I'll come talk to you in a minute. Now, how the fuck am I going to do that? And he goes, I'll wait here. And I'm like, oh, God. Okay. Now, here's the problem with Gary. He is a legendary repeater on his stories. There's no getting out of the stories. It's an abyss. You will feel your life force being sucked out of you like a fucking dementor is is pulling your soul. So I'm really concerned about this. Now, all I have to do is say, hey, can you excuse me? But I don't think whenever these I'm face to face with people, I don't think like that. So um, I got done with dude and I turned around. There's Gary. What are you doing these days? He doesn't know anything about what the hell's going down. And he used to uh, watch Channel 13 when uh, I was on with Greg and Chris. He would watch it. And that's how he got to be a fan of me. He didn't listen. He doesn't have anything to do about the radio thing. But he would follow me on Channel 13. Well, and uh, I tell him, I go, I'm, well, actually, he asked me that. Asked me how I was, what I was doing these days last. So I'm already screwing the story up. But he starts in in a story. And he goes, you know, uh, I still watch Channel uh, 13 with, uh, with, your old, uh, with your old mates there. I go, you see them? Good, good. Yeah, that's, a, that's a, always been a very great thing. I, that's, that's awesome. And he says to me, he goes, you know, after Lauren left, there was a young lady on there named Farron Franzen. Are you familiar with Farron Franzen? And I go, I know that name. I know she came into town and then she disappeared like a fart in the wind. Well, Gary thinks he's got the mystery solved as to what fucking happened to Farron. So I'm just throwing this out there. If anybody can confirm or deny, you can send it along to Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Yeah, so this tart is on the TV. And apparently, according to Gary, and she's super hot, by the way, she was in the studio either. Yeah, she was in the studio and they were on the air. And Gary says to me, and she was wrapping up. It was as business as usual. It's as enjoyable as it always is when they're on. And she said something off color. And I heard it. And I went, huh? This is Gary talking, of course. And I go, oh, really? And he goes, yeah. I, she said something. I go, well, what did she say? And did she say, like, lick my balls? Or, I mean, no, I don't remember. But she said, and then you know what? She was gone. She disappeared. She left. And so I was like, oh, 
Okay. Wow, that's something. Now, at this point, the shit is, uh, you know, it's pushing. It's it's major pressure now, okay? It's going from solid turd to liquid. It's It's getting pulverized by my body. And then uh, this happens. Like I said, now, as soon as anybody says, like I said, you know, they're going to say the same fucking thing. Like I said, uh, we were, uh, I like to watch Channel 13. And, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, she uh, she disappeared after uh, she said something. And uh, look at Gloria. And Gloria's like, oh, I think she said something fucked up. You told me the same fucking story. Gary, I gotta take a shit. He said it again. He said it three times. And then he asked me, What are you doing? And prior to him asking me that, I then committed to sticking in for the long haul because I knew I would be able to share this story with you and I had to take the punishment. The I had to take one for the team to be able to tell, and it's not even fucking close to being done here. So Gary goes, what are you doing? And all I said was, I'm working from home. And I don't know how this happened, but the next thing out of his mouth was, you know, my cousin lives up north. I shit you not. My cousin lives up north. And he had a long career with AAA. Sold insurance, 31 years. I go, uh-huh. <laughs> my eyes are brown. I got shit coming out of my eyes. And I'm like, you're telling me about your cousin selling AAA. I go, yeah, uh-huh. And I know that I still got to, I got to get, I got to power through. I can't just interrupt him. Hey, that would be rude. And then I wouldn't be able to tell this to you. Hang on. And, you know, he, uh, he figured out this thing that you can, uh, you can do like online work. And I tell you what, two, three days. Is the only time he has to leave the home. He does it from up north and triple uh, A. He works the triple A, thirty-one years. And uh, my God, I tell you what, you know, because you know nowadays, nowadays you can actually like if there's an accident, and I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like somebody can take a picture and send it to my brother or my cousin, whatever the fuck it was, I don't remember. Send it to him. And then he can do the claim right right there. He doesn't have to go anywhere. He does it on Rome. You wouldn't believe it. I'm like, Jesus. That's great, Gary. And it finally concludes. After all of that. And and I told you this in real time. That's how much time it took him to explain this to me. The time that we've been talking, that I've been talking to you, that's that's the amount of time it took. I'm not, I'm not fucking around here. That's how serious this was. Now, I got a shit, and so I'm walking so funny 
that it's just like, it looks comical. And I ran into Gary's wife. It's Gloria. Now, I can, there's no way in hell I can shoo her off. I'm like, fuck me. Are you serious? You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> she comes in for the big hug. And I'm like, oh, God, you're gonna squeeze the shit right out of me. <laughs> oh, no. And so I'm just like, hey, how are you? I just talked to uh, your better half. Oh, no, he's not your better half. He's your lesser half. You're. I'm doing all the shit to, to keep it, you know, the small little... Uh, hey, how are you? And then what do they call those? those platitudes? I don't know. I've heard that before. I don't want to even use it because I don't know the, I don't even know the meaning of that thing. So I'm like, oh fuck! And uh, it's about a minute and a half more. And I don't. I have seconds. Okay, I, I I don't have minutes and halves. While she's walking up, I I kid you not, another friend walked up now i've got two friends in my face my uh my best friend in the whole world skinny jimmy uh formerly known as skinny jimmy uh now known as fast jimmy my wife calls him skinny jimmy you've heard him on the radio uh his dad is there and so i can't this is my best friend in the whole world's father so i gotta ask how are the grandkids how's how's mom how's uh, how's everything going and so i'm doing all this shit and i got two-headed monster shit coming out of my asshole and i'm and i'm already i'm just freaking out and uh finally finally broke free and made it to where i needed to be right on that toilet oh my god Gary and Gloria, man, I, I wonder what you're doing today. I hope you're doing fine. Oh, boy. Now I feel, now I'm wondering, you know. Uh, okay. Off and running on uh, Not the Best of the Eric St. Show podcast. As you know, I have a Patreon, and as I indicated, I have some uh, stuff that, uh, well, hell, I hadn't heard. It's uh, from an old file sharing site that I found. I got my hands on, and I'm going to post away. Just let you have it. Uh, no matter what's on there. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I'll just leave it at that. I know you're going to love it, though, as you will all of the other programming, I hope, on Patreon. Try it out for just 5 bucks a month. It is listener-supported, ad-free. This podcast, the free one, uh, obviously I have commercials throughout it that I sell to the actual business owners, but Patreon's all you. And uh, all of these things kind of come together and keep the podcast going and growing all these little things kind of add up so please in addition to supporting me by giving me your time and listening to the free podcast uh for five or ten bucks a month i give you so much more podcasting for some of you folks who spend a lot of time listening to shows um heck you know what's better than eric zane more eric zane for god's sake and i really put a lot of time and energy into the patreon i would love it so much if you would try it for just one month just try it for a month, five or 10 bucks. That's all you're out. And if you like it, convert it to a yearly, and then I'll knock 10% off of the cost. If you don't like it, well, you're out five or 10 bucks. Who gives a shit? And you've helped me. So now, so I appreciate that. So thank you so much. Try Patreon for just one month. Make it a goal for New Year's. Try Patreon for one month. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Eric Zane.
Thank you, as always, to Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance, who uh, last week, I think I called him Frank Fuck by, by accident. But, but uh, this just popped into my head. Um, and a lot of these early clips are not the best of. I don't swear. I sound a lot different. Um, I would like to think that in four years, the fluidity and the things that fly out of my mouth require less thought, and that's better. Just going from experience. If you ever have to think about what you're going to say, you're fucked. And uh, they got to a point where I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I, why am I biting my tongue like some kind of asshole? So some of these stories, you're going to hear me say like, so I said the F word. So what the fuck are you doing? I think at one point I even was like, okay, free podcast, no swearing, Patreons when I go crazy, which is just stupid. My God. All right. Anyway, uh, Frank Fuss, buyinsurancehere.com, 616-914-4070. It's all weird because I said mypolicyshop.com, and then I said buyinsurancehere.com. It's all Frank. Now, if you need any assistance signing up for healthcare.gov Obamacare, which is people who are self-employed or their employer does not offer insurance or they were recently uh, fired or resigned uh, said they were resigned when, in fact, they actually were fired, but they said they resigned. You know, they were an asshole who, like, hypothetically maybe punched a chick in the face. And then the boss didn't want that person around because he punches chicks in the face. You can get a hold of Frank Fuss to get your health care. 616-914-4070. Frank is an expert on Obamacare. And what he does for his clients is free. He gets paid by the insurance company. So uh, put Frank's expertise and knowledge to work for you as a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. Thank you, Frank. Thank Frank. And do call him and mention my name because we're in like a negotiation right now. We're like breaking down. You know, what's that scene from Cinderella, man? Uh... My heart's for my family. My brain and my balls are for business. That's what we got going there. Thank you, Kent County Health Department. If you need information on the WIC program, immunizations for the little ones, for little or no cost, WIC is great because, you know, that keeps the food on the table. Sometimes people get into a jam where uh, feeding the family is compromised, and fuck that. Get everything you need to know about the WIC program at the Kent County Health Department. Access, uh, Jesus. Access Kent. I want ah, accesskent.com slash health. Thank you so much for allowing me to talk about the initiatives uh, that you have that just help people. All right. Moving on. The next segment on not the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. It's actually a two-parter. Part one of two. Go Josh Go joins me on the show. Go Josh Go is um, the dude who uh, I filled in for, with me on WBBL for a week. I've known him for years. He also is with me um, doing the Grand Rapids Griffins hockey games. He is the in-stands announcer, and I love him dearly. He joined me in like my first week and a half doing the Eric Zane Show podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, handsome Josh. Go, Josh, go. Hello. I'm here. 
How are you, man? I'm doing well. How are you? I, you know, I don't have anything to complain about. Good. Yeah, you a complainer? You, no. You, you bitch? I've no. never heard you. I don't think. I think I've ever heard you pissed. I've never heard it you happens. mad. It takes a lot. But Hold on, it before does we happen. do anything, this show is being broadcast from the Back Alley Comedy Club Studios. Okay, studio, tongue in cheek, my daughter's bedroom. Okay, that's the Back Alley Comedy Club Studios. Yes, I do like the uh, One Direction stickers on the wall here. That's yeah. kind of a nice touch. Yeah, my, they, I did take a picture of that. I have a still picture that I posted. Uh, You don't know you're beautiful, One Direction, and I love One Direction. My daughter, I'm never going to let her live that down. When she, one day when she meets Mr. Wright, uh, we need to uh, uh, bring that out. Just uh, you know, those pictures of the wall. Yep. But Josh, uh, appreciate you taking the time to join me on the pod. Yeah, my pleasure. Happy to be here. Thanks for asking. Someone said I sound old when I say the pod. (laughs) Is that? Because I because I've heard other people say that I heard Mark Norman say it the other day he refers to it as the pod. All right, so what's it supposed to be then? If that sounds, I don't right? know. The pod is just short for podcast, right? Yeah, I guess so. Do you just call it the cast, or is it just the no, podcast? I wouldn't, I, I've never heard anybody refer to it as the cast. No, I I mean obviously I heard people refer to it as the podcast, but right? I, I know pod's fine. I don't think it sounds yeah. old. I don't know if I've heard any right. uh, older people that I know say the pod. Josh, you joined me on WBBL for one week, right? Yes. That was weird, wasn't it? <laughs> well, it wasn't weird at the time when we were doing it. It was weird, the actual process. Yeah, the process was a little bit weird. Because I went into that um, with, all right, we're going to go and test out new people and try to find a replacement for Julius. Right. And that's what I was informed. So Stu came in. Ben had a tryout. Jenny, Hipster Joe, Sam Mills. And then that ended. And then nothing was spoken of again to me or anyone. Correct. What a cluster bleep. It was. Yeah, we were expecting a little bit more correspondence from the higher ups, but we. I don't even know if that's legal, frankly. If you can apply for a job, and then it just and then now now Ben ended up getting it, and I was very happy with Ben. I think Ben did a hell of a job. Agreed. Absolutely. I have uh, I have no problem with Ben, but the way that went down there was just stupid, and I you know I I actually felt very bad that people had to deal with that nonsense. Stu was that Stu tried for that job twice, and they kicked him in the balls, and he got kicked in the balls both times. Yeah. He's kind of used to that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see he just adopted a dog? Did you see a dog no, adopted? I did not see that. Oh, my God. Stuart adopted a uh, a dog, and it's a, it's a uh, it's an older dog. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know how. I'll have to ask him the particulars. But apparently, the owner of the dog, like, bit the dust. Oh. And the dog was, like, all bummed out and was, like, there. They, like, found the guy. And then the dog was, like, laying next to him. So, like, saddest story ever, you know? Uh, yeah. So who rushes in? Uh, Stu. That guy's got a, a heart of gold. So did he adopt it from, like, the Humane Society? or? Yeah, he works with a shelter in Muskegon quite a bit. He, uh, I've, I've heard him plug it before. And uh, I, I don't know, man. I think he had wanted a dog to, to uh, keep his current dog that he had, like, company. And then, the, sure enough, man, he takes his dog as old as hell. Oh my god. The dog's gosh. what you know, and he's taking care of it. His pictures of the him the his dog with that dog laying together. Everybody's happy. 
Could, could you just imagine though? I mean, obviously it's a dog, but right. you know, your owner dies and who knows how long they're dead for. And you're just sitting there with your deceased owner. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, now what, what do I do? Right. Two things. And I'm, I got to write some thoughts down because so I don't forget, I forgot uh, something earlier because we recorded the second pod first and I forgot something. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about your dog. Do you still have that greyhound? We do. Okay. Blondie, yes. Hold that thought. When pets, when when dogs, you know, like that happened with the guy. When I lived in in Jenison, there was a moment that is that happened before we moved there. That is quite that a lot of people know about in that old neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Some guy died, and he had a bunch of cats, and the cats like ate like two thirds of the dude. Oh my god! How many cats? Many. He was one of these weirdos that had too many cats, and the house already smelled like a shit pile to begin with. But then the cats ate his face and shit his face out in the house. So the dude's face is is in all different spot piles of shit through the house. Is that how they were able to identify him? They had to pick through the cat shit. To put well, his that, face that's back the thing. Together. I don't know. I mean, Jesus Christ! You see a nose and the, the cat shit, and then there's it, oh it's awful. <laughs> What they did in the house is they uh, pulled everything out, all walls. It was down to just two-by-fours. And then they had to go inside of the house with um, a chemical to spray on the wood to, uh, uh, you know, because, you know, the uh, digested nose shit smell yep. is sucked into the wood. And cat piss. Yeah, you oh. can't have that. Can you? No. Can, that, that house would sell for, like, $100. They'd sell it just to have it raised and then to put another one up. And then, holy cow, Josh, I swear to God, somebody moved into that place and nobody would say a word. So they moved in like, hey, how's the digs? I go, I love it. It smells clean. It's so nice. It's like it was a redo. Apparently, the last guy didn't take care of it. So they had to. So, yeah, we know what happened. There's no shit all over the house. That's the problem. Yeah, that's the uh, cat eating face house. What was that? No, no, nothing is yeah. great. It's oh, yeah. So house. You know great. that you know that if that couple is still there and they ever had kids, that the other kids are going, hey, you live in nose shit house. <laughs> you know that that happened. They say sometimes at night you can still hear the cats feasting on the guy's face. <laughs> okay, now talk about a home that is got to have ghosts, of the ghost of that dude. Because, you know, I don't know if you believe in ghosts, and a lot of people do believe in ghosts. But if any house is going to be haunted, it's going to be one where a guy, the cats ate his face off and shit his face out into the inside of the house. That guy's going to walk around looking for his face in piles of shit as as a ghost. There's no question, right? Yes. Yeah. It's like he was looking on the floor for something. He was looking through piles of shit for his face. Like, I, 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 How did they not hear that story before they moved in? Like the realtor's like, oh boy, you this know, is going to be a real deal breaker if I say this. Right, right. Well, the thing is, you're supposed to have a disclosure statement and and inform the the homeowner that hey, this was a problem. Right. But I mean, who the I mean, that you're right. That is a bargaining chip. If yeah. the house costs like one hundred fifty thousand dollars, and I know that there was a face eaten off and shit out on the floor, right? I'm going to say you got to knock fifty off right there right, and right. immediately. And then you, you, that's the starting point. Right. Well, they're like, well, there's no asbestos. There's no uh, black mold, no radon. Right. <laughs> Anything right. else you should know about? No, no, no. That, that's the stuff that'll actually kill you. Yeah, right. And that's stuff that'll keep you up at night. I would rather have those things than a ghost <laughs> of a man looking through cat shit piles for his nose. Right? 
Yeah. So what happened to the cats? Did Stu adopt those cats after they well, ate yeah, the guy's face? Of course he did. They're going to eat his face next, and everybody's going to applaud. <laughs> then I have to tear all the walls down to that house. Yeah, there used to be an old, an old comedian that lived there. The cats ate his face uh, off. Yeah. Josh, you had a great joke the other day that I considered telling myself yesterday, and I said, no, well, I you, don't think. You could have. It's fine. I want, I want, and then I, I was afraid that uh, telling it would have ramifications. But, I mean, if I tell it, that's one thing. But if you tell it, it's another. I thought it was a very good joke because okay. you expertly delivered it. So I'll just give you the background, and then you just do what you do. Okay. Josh and I are walking around the hockey office the other night, and out of the blue, well, there was a discussion being had about uh, the Grand Rapids Drive basketball team because I'm hearing some rumors that there is a uh, potential that the team may uh, make a move over to Van Andel Arena, which, side note, pause on the story and Josh's joke, if the drive go to Van Andel Arena, that is going to put things in an entirely different world and level for them because of how uh, there is so many, such a giant population of people down there looking for fun things to do. And that is an affordably priced product. That would be a winner of a move. So I am, I am hoping, as much as I like the Delta Plex, mm-hmm. uh, that that goes down. Right. Um, but we shall see. So that discussion was being had around the hockey office. And Josh heard that, and then we were walking around, and uh, and what did you say again, Josh? I said, if the drive move out of the Delta Plex, what are they going to have besides the guinea pig convention? <laughs> the guinea pig convention and the arm wrestling tournaments. Right. But, I mean, they'll still have the goat rodeo, but, I mean, that's only three things. What are you going to do without well, the drive? Come on now. they got to have more income. Now, you see, I can't contribute to this because... Well, I mean, I can't really fire myself from here, but I don't want I don't want the I don't want this to get back to me. I just wanted to let you know that I did laugh quite a bit on that joke. Does this mean I can't go to drive games now? Probably not. Okay. I don't think you'll be announcing any. You can go, but you can't announce. Okay, fair. That's someone fair. A, someone asked me for a progress report, Josh, on your um, you've got a you've got many many jobs actually that you work. You work for mm-hmm. the uh, Griffins. You work for the Whitecaps. Yep. You work at the hospital. Right, uh, surgery center, yeah. The surgery yes. center. Yep. Do you do what Jackie does? No. Uh, ja- Jackie runs the laser and sets up the. She, she's a surgical tech. Oh, okay. No, I'm. It's called an ORA. So basically, I just help get everything set up, open everything sterilely. Yeah, yeah, make, yeah. Yeah, get everything to set up for the cases and turnover rooms, things like that. Okay. She gets to run a laser. She does. Uh, like Jacqueline, uh, part of her job is like if there's somebody who's getting a uh, prostate. Um, okay, like. Uh, yeah, uh, there, there, there's a prostate procedure where the laser, with the, where the laser obliterates the the uh, prostate. If on a six-hour surgery, let's say it's something really big or just minor, her job when the doc says, "Jackie, I, I need the laser," she pushes a button for ten seconds, and then that's her job. And then she's got her school books there; she's studying for an exam. That's all she has to do: just really? push a button. That's wow. one of the that's one of the things she does. That's anyway, pretty but sufficient. One of the uh, things you also do is you announce amateur wrestling, don't you? Yes, it's. Uh, Stu wants a progress report on your amateur wrestling career, please. Well, it's been a couple months since I've done it because the last couple shows didn't have the best turnout, and it's of course held in the metropolis of Coldwater, which is just a couple hours south of here. You know, okay, a city of probably you know 
what, 2,000 people or yeah, something like if that. Yeah, that is a small berg, yeah. cold water. They recently added a second gas station, so that's, you know, that's pretty awesome. Okay. Two street lights, you know, gas stations, fast food restaurants, so yep. they're really, they're going yep. places. Nice, it, nice. One of the t- top 1,000 list of places to live in Michigan, so that's not so bad. Anyways, top 1, um, the last couple shows, they didn't have a great turnout, so as of right now, they're on hiatus, and I haven't really oh, heard anything. Jesus. Yeah. So they, how many did you do? I did, I want to say eight. Eight really? shows down there over a two-year time period, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I did one show in South Bend. So you're you're the ring announcer, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, yes, two wanted a progress report on that. Uh, I know you're a massive wrestling fan. Fan, You've been a, re- a wrestling fan for a long, long time, right? A long time, yeah. I'm not as massive, massive a fan as, like, Phil is, who works, used to work for the Griffins. Right, he is, like, right. a... A mark like he's always watching wrestling, knows about wrestling. I can, you know, I I, I dabble, I dabble. I, I'm more was a fan back when I was a kid. You know, with Hulk Hogan and Macho Man and Andre the Giant, yeah, all that. Yeah. I, I, I just can't yeah. keep up with it. I don't, I don't want. I'm shaking my head, and which makes me seem like I'm judging you, <laughs> and and I am. Yes, uh, yeah. frankly, I don't know why because sometimes it depends on the mood. There are a lot of times that I'll be like. You know, there's no problem with anybody liking wrestling because it's no different than any uh, drama that's playing out. I mean, it, it's a poorly acted drama and sometimes a comedy, mm-hmm. and it's just happen to have athletics into this performance. Yes, exactly. Uh, and that's, I think, that's the way I've chosen to describe it over time, which that itself doesn't sound insulting. No. But um, the passion of a wrestling fan is pretty much unrivaled. Anybody who's into it, they're in it for life. Yeah, but not well. You say they have no talent or skills, but have you ever seen a three hundred pound plus person with six championship belts over their shoulders at a wrestling show? No, I C- haven't. C- could you do that? Have six belts on my shoulder and yep. walk around? Yeah, wow, or, or no? Well, they usually just kind of stand there. Like people walk by and they're kind of like, "Hey, wait a minute, check out my check out my replica belts." Oh, so you're talking about the fans? Yes, I thought you were yes. talking about the actual. No, no, no. These okay. are the people that go to the shows, or they'll show up at like Buffalo Wild Wings, like for a pay per view with their yeah three hundred dollars replica belts. I boy, th- this was short sighted on my part. <laughs> Years ago, I went with a friend of mine to a. Uh, house show at van andel arena yeah and i thought it would be funny to insult the crowd around me which is really a bad uh plan yeah because they'll kill you mm-hmm. and i had a sign you know how you hold up your sign oh yeah for sure my sign said zero hot chicks here <laughs> Think about that. I might be standing next to a guy who brought his ugly wife, and and she might he might flip out and punch me in the face. Yeah. As it stands, who's there's some guy a uh, Hardy, uh, Matt Hardy. Yeah. Matt he doesn't Hardy, he doesn't yeah. wrestle wrestle he doesn't wrestle. wrestle in the WWE anymore, right? His, him and his brother Matt and Jeff Hardy were a tag team, the Hardy Boys. Yeah. And one still something I can't remember got, which one still wrestles, one doesn't. All right. Yeah. Well, anyway, everybody loved this guy at the time. And so I knew for a fact that everybody in the arena was a fan of this dude, one of those, one of those morons. And so I intentionally wanted to root for the bad guy just to see, uh, you know, all of these Cedar Springs residents flip out at me. And they did. And, man, holy crap, 
I'm sitting there whenever something bad would happen to whatever Hardy boy this was. I'm like, yes, good move. Win the big match. Win the title. And everybody was getting pissed. We're so mad. My God. See, you were probably sitting by a lot of the wrestling's not fake people, too. Right, right. Like, you know, it's fake. It's not fake. It's not fake. It's real. Right, right. Yeah. So that, then there was a moment I went, I saw one in Kalamazoo Wing Stadium. I took my daughter, Jacqueline. She was into it. And we had ringside seats. Oh, that's the best. Two things happened that were fun. They were interactions with uh, wrestlers. Yes. And uh, there was one wrestler who was coming out, a lady wrestler, who... She was heavy set. She wasn't like one of these really in in shape ones. Right. And I had in front of me, uh, you know, like when you buy a bunch of uh, concessions, they put it in a big uh, uh, like tray. Yeah, like a uh, uh, what's that? It's cardboard. Like, cardboard. Yeah, cup holders on it and why, the thing in how, the middle. Why am I struggling with cardboard? It's, it's a cardboard tray. Uh, I'm struggling. A trough. And, they give you yeah, a trough. And it's a, it's a food. It's got a bun, a, a, a meat tube. You put ketchup on it. What's it called? <laughs> Anyway, I got like two hot dogs. I got an ice cream in it and a drink and popcorn. And she's walking by and I offered it to her. <laughs> and this fat ass flipped, man. She was so pissed. I thought she's going to flip it I was going to say, she throw it in your face? Oh, she's walking man. by and you can't see this on the audio version of this. But then I'm like, I my hand is a bull and I'm like holding a, I'm acting like I'm holding a spoon going nom, nom, <laughs> yeah, to her as she's walking by later on. It was great. It was oh great mocking. Then the wrestler at the time, I don't know if he's still active. I think he's doing MMA CM Punk. Yeah, he's uh, doing MMA okay. here and there. He's in two fights. There's a moment when um, he gets knocked out of the ring and he's, uh, he's like, uh, in air quotes, recovering. Yes. And so... Yeah. He's right next to me, and I and he's so close that if I'm talking like this, he can hear me, and so I know he's going to be down there for some time. And I, he's right there, right. And so we interacted, and he responded hilariously to this. He's facing the floor, acting like he's hurt, and I go, "Punk, punk, what are you doing?" That's all I said. And he looked up at me and laughed. And I thought that was the funniest thing in the world because he just, I mean, he interacted with me. He broke yeah, character. He broke, he broke it mm -hmm. for a second with eye contact and a little wry grin. And instantly, I had a great time. That was so much fun. You I know was, what? You so, should like tweet at him. Or see. He, he probably remembers that because how many I people have said, know. what are you doing? Punk. What are you doing? Because these just people are like, oh my gosh, get up, punk. Get back in there. Come on, come on. So, I, you know, here I am talking about fun things that have happened at wrestling. And then in, my, in the other side of my mouth, I'm talking about judging you for it. Clearly, I'm a fan, right? It seems like I, I like this. So. Yeah, I, even if you know, you're not yeah. willing to admit it. I want to point out that I started a new bit today. It seems like these things happen to me. Uh, they, they just kind of pop into my brain, usually involving some type of video. I posted this for everybody to see. It's just a, It was a freebie of something that I'm doing for the Tier 2 folks on Patreon. And um, what it is is when I'm driving around in the car, I roll video, and uh, it's down at the uh, where the stick shift is, and I'm listening to the radio shows on the air. In the morning, yeah, and okay. giving air and giving air checks. You know what an air check oh, is? Oh yeah, that's yeah. when the asshole program director uh, <laughs> sits in front of you 
and acts like uh, he or she knows what the fuck they're talking about, right. which they don't. No. Uh, so there you go. That's my first bad word on this one. That's 20. No, no, no. I said a lot of shits earlier. Yeah, right. but shit's, that's my first eh. F bomb. Nice. Sorry. Sorry. How many trying, minutes in? I'm trying to take it easy on this. <laughs> anyway, all program directors suck and they don't know what the hell they're talking about. They wouldn't know anything funny if it hit them in the face. Yes. So anyway, I'm air checking these people as only I can. And uh, I shot video today. I went around the dial. I got LAV. They're playing music. I got Andy Brown. He's playing music. G- uh, lots of Jesus stations. Actually, I had free burnout wings on. Yeah. Uh, I, I pretended like I was in- interacting with them on the bit, which made me very, very sad. So I got off of that. Uh-huh. Uh, JoJo was playing Casey and the Sunshine Band. That was great. And then I did a critique of a radio station known as The Brew, which has done nothing but suck big, wet balls since they signed it on. Anyway, uh, that is a new thing on Patreon Tier 2. I gave it to you free today. I linked it up on Facebook. I put it out on uh, on Twitter so you can have a look at it. That's going to be a regular thing. I'm not going to go over the top and be a complete asshole about it, but I will tell you that if I hear something like, well, that's stupid. You shouldn't have done that uh, or whatever. Or just It might just be fun. Now, I'm going to do that until the cease and desist uh, hits my mailbox. So that's probably how that's going to go. So what's the countdown at? Um, of what are you talking about? Well, because you got your like, well, you said cease and desist. We you got your non competing stuff like that. Is oh. that what you're talking about? No, no. I'm, cease and desist would be you can't pl- you can't publish our, anything on our airwaves. Oh, for that. Got it. Yeah, okay. I don't, I don't know. Just I'm promoting your damn radio station. Yeah. Somebody's gonna yeah. like to hear Joe Walsh. <laughs> Whatever. Nobody um, wants to hear the brew, though. Obviously. Oh boy, that station's a stinker. They need to fix that fast. In less than. Uh, Six months. If they bang on my door, I can help them. Let's see. <laughs> okay. Time out on the field. More in just a bit. Let's uh let's not bounce ahead fifteen seconds, okay? Because in my opinion, what I'm talking about this exact second is better than playing the old shit on not the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Okay, you know what I mean? Anyway, maybe, maybe not. Honestly, I don't know what the hell I talk about in these bits. I just like, all right, it sounds like something good for them to listen to. I hope it keeps them happy. Uh, Join me on Cameo. Hire me at cameo.com slash Eric Zane. It's a lot of fun. $15, $16, something like that. And I'm the best at it. Nobody does a Cameo like me, and I haven't done one in ages. Somebody got a birthday. Somebody uh, celebrated an anniversary. Somebody needs some uh, recognition. Someone needs their balls busted. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Blue Frost IT, the managed IT, uh, oh boy, the managed IT service provider for this podcast. If your business needs to upgrade the tech, okay, the equipment's old, antiquated, uh, it's, it's out lived its lifespan way too mature get it out of there sit down for a 30-minute complimentary consultation with blue frost it that conversation will lead you to what you need to do to upgrade based on the needs of your business recommendations will be made you will make purchases and then the tech will be set up by blue frost it you don't do anything you you pay for your gear and your and uh stuff like that but uh 
Uh, Blue Frost IT takes care of all the time-consuming setup. Maybe you have to have the uh, office retrofitted with different uh, uh, wall jacks or new construction. And uh, you call on Blue Frost IT. They set up your entire infrastructure so that your network runs smoothly. Oh, my God. Project work with Blue Frost IT, the absolute best. And then when they're all done, they become your managed IT service provider. Blue Frost IT. Call them at 616-285-50. Help your business with Blue Frost IT. Meanwhile, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage wants to help you get into a mortgage. Now, for some of you, this is an easy process. Okay? Others, maybe there's a bankruptcy. Maybe there's a divorce. Maybe it's your first time doing this. You remember back to when you got your first mortgage for you veterans? You're like, oh my God, it was so stressful. You didn't know that. You didn't know what the fuck anybody was talking about. And then uh, you're like, oh, all right, sounds good. Well, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage uh, really works hard for everybody in the exact same way. Not all mortgage people are created equal. You, you, you know, some guys, uh, they, they'd much rather be spending their time uh, coming up with a mortgage for someone who wants to buy a $3 million home as opposed to, you know, Joe Sixpack, who uh, is getting his mortgage for the first time. Wants to buy a, a starter home or first home. Just starting his family. Come on, young, young gal, young guy. Give him a break. Mario works equally hard for anyone. 231-332-6505. Call him, drop my name, and off you go with five star, gold star, star on the forward, red star, black star, white star service. From the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, NMLS number 3035. All right, back at it. Part two of Go Josh Go on Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Oh, yeah. I just got a message and I got distracted. I apologize. Uh, What else did I want to talk about? T-shirts were getting new designs in uh, with a... You ever seen the show Making a Murderer? No. Okay. I've, I've heard a lot of good stuff about it, but I've never the seen it. The logo of that has the characters, not character, the main guy, Stephen Avery. One, His face is cut diagonally. One half of it, of the diagonal cut, is him as a kid. The other half is him as an adult incarcerated in the penal system. The Making a Podcaster shirt is going to be available at ericsaintshow.com with that same motif. And it looks sweet. You're going to love that shirt. If you're a fan of the show uh, and a fan of this show, that might be something you want to check out. Nice. Do you have any idea when it's going to be available? Uh, I told Jericho about it today or yesterday, actually. He said he'd get it done today, but so I, I'll have to double check. Uh, he, If not today, then tomorrow for sure. Awesome. I want to see it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very, very cool. Uh, again, we are from the Back Alley Comedy Club studio at uh, ShermanBowlingCenter.com. For all of the shows coming up there, we got shows... Friday and Saturday, including Darren McCarty on Saturday at Back Alley Comedy. That's right. Darren McCarty is doing stand-up. Now, I addressed this in the uh, extra pod for the Patreon, Tier 1 and Tier 2 folks, at length. So I don't want to beat it to death, and but I it, it's important to note that there is a great possibility that Darren McCarty is going to be sitting where Josh is sitting on Friday. Uh, Which if you're awesome. if you're Darren, 
thinking, what the hell am I doing? I'm walking into a guy's house to record a podcast in a podcast room where there's a giant stuffed teddy bear that you can't see right now and One Direction quotes on the wall. Well, Darren doing stand-up is really great, and I am excited for him, and there is a high probability that Darren will be here on the pod, video and audio. So that is something to look forward to. Awesome. Is he, I don't know if you uh, research him enough or you know, follow him enough, but is he still in that band? Do you remember? It was Grinder. Yeah, he was on Grinder, and he had a lot of uh, success in Grinder. Yeah. But I heard him on the Spittin' Chicklets podcast, which is uh, one that I just recently discovered because of Phil from Phil, uh, yeah. former Griffin's uh, 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 guy who was my boss. What was his title? Ops. Uh, director uh, of Game Operations. Game Operations. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Darren was on there talking about. It. He goes, "Yeah, I, I like this. I like this better. Uh, it's a, it's a little uh, little less maintenance." But Darren is writing and doing stand up comedy of all people. He's one of my all time favorite Red Wings. Oh, absolutely, Darren McCarty. He's right up there. Grand Rapids loves him too, especially when he came back. Remember for a while, oh, yeah, and played. the hat trick, the hat trick. I talked on the extra pod about the hat trick in Grand Rapids. My God, that was huge. Mm. That place was so loud. I've never heard that place so loud in all my life. Only time, only time I heard it loud is when they won the cup. At home, which you were at, oh, weren't you? You were there for that, one weren't you? One of the you? best nights ever. Oh, yeah. Jesus, sure. man. That was incredible. It's... I'll never forget Svechnikov leaving the bench five seconds before the actual uh, 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 horn sounded. Could have very yep. easily have got, uh, given a power play. Yep. Jesus. Five seconds. Yeah, even if you watch the video back, it's like they're all just sitting there still playing. He's like halfway from the bench to right. the goal. Yeah. And it's like, what are you doing? Oh, my God. He skated right by the linesman. <laughs> Who could have called a penalty? He could have, yeah. Lots of one penalty they can call is uh, too many men on the ice. Yep. Josh, I talked about your dog. What's Olive? What is it? Snow Blondie. White? Blondie. Blondie, yeah. Olive, Snow White. Olive, Snow White, close enough. No. Josh, no, we told we talked about this story in WBBL when you filled in that one time. Yeah. But how long did you have the dog before the runaway incident happened? Uh, Two and a half days. Okay. Yeah. Two and a half days in, you've got this dog you adopted. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a breed that is the fastest canine on the planet yeah she just retired from racing professionally (laughs) so like less than three months after retiring okay racing yeah so you know those dogs top speed about 30 uh 45 45 not even close i thought 30 was high yeah so for a short distance those dogs can run 45 miles an hour yeah were you told ahead of time that the dog will bolt if you open the door yes Yes, we were, which is why we told the kids who were, you know, this is four years ago, three or four years ago, uh-huh. got to watch the door, close the door. If you're coming in, close the garage door and then come in. But that lasted for, like I said, two days. And were, then, okay. Were you in the home when it happened or out of the home? I when, was home. When Blondie bolted. I was home because I, you were gone from the Griffin, so I was doing PA that night. So I was just kind of resting on the couch, no shoes on, just a t-shirt and jeans. And yeah. all of a sudden I hear the door open once, open again, and then, <gasps> you know and then i was like oh shit 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 and yeah she was out the door in front of the garage did she just walk out and stand there or did she run and hit the ground running and did not look back at you like she was chasing that mechanical rabbit she stopped she stopped at the end of the driveway looked at me like oh my god i'm outside and you're there and i'm a lot faster than you so then i kind of walked towards her slowly come on come on and she as soon as i got within like five feet she would bolt and she would just kind of hit like another gear and just start oh running. Oh my god! 
How did it that the people who gave up the dog allow it to do this? I mean, allow you to have it without it not being like, you know, ready for prime time here. Like having its feet tied up or its legs tied yeah, up. Yeah, or- you should have had the dog's legs amputated before you got the dog. <laughs> like they cut its hamstrings before they yeah. gave it to you? I mean, seriously, because the dog probably with no legs could probably still run faster than all of us. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, they, they just, they, all right. That's the biggest caution. Don't leave the door open. Don't. Make sure you know where the dog is when you open the door because, yeah. you know, they see an opening and they, they just go yeah. right through it. Okay. So she's gone. Yeah. <sighs> I that, could kind of see her, but yeah. she was, okay. there was no way I was going to catch her. Take us through the process of getting her back because to me, I wouldn't have even bothered because the dog would have just kept running. <laughs> well, uh, I didn't grab my shoes or anything because I didn't want to lose sight of her because I knew if I lost sight of her... She would be gone. Okay. Like she and it was a cold period of time. Yeah, it, it was uh, March, April, so it wasn't warm. All right. Yep. So I'm running, and she, like I said, she's bolting. She's going between houses, and then she finally went down the street that we lived on, which is 45. And she's going. Mm-hmm. I think she was intentionally waiting till the car was like 10 feet away, and then rushing in front of it across the street. Okay. At one point, she was going down right down the center lane as cars were going by. Is this Baldwin? No, this no. is Rosewood. Did, Rosewood. Did you already say that? No, I, I just said it was 45. I didn't say All what right. street it was, All but right. yeah. So 45, okay. and she's doing that, and at this point, we have three or four people that are like, can we help you? And they, we can see her. We'll keep up. There's a guy in a bike. Yeah. There's a guy in a car. Oh. Um, Meanwhile, you're getting exhausted. Yeah, and I, mean, I, I still are. have your shoes or socks oh, on. Oh, Jesus. And, then, you know, running on pavement mostly. And then she goes back into the other neighborhood, and then finally the crossing guard is usually right by her house because we were around the corner. Yeah. She shows up with my son. And he's like, here, we brought your shoes. I'm like, oh, thank God. Oh, man. And so, yeah, that's when she got down into the... The industrial park maze, okay. and we totally lost sight of her. So this is significant time has passed. Almost an hour, yeah. Okay. How did it go that you got the dog back? Uh, I went back home after this, the crossing guard dropped me off. I picked up my daughter, and we're driving. I, by this time, we called right. Allies for Greyhounds, which is an awesome organization. They foster and they Except adopt they don't, out they don't a lot cut of dogs. the legs off. They, they do they, not. They don't do that? No, I guess okay. it's not humane. All right. Well, we, they, they've got to work the bugs out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> There's got to be a way, some kind of like shock tether. Yeah, oh, but yeah. I mean, clearly, these dogs were not meant to be in homes. No. Well. I take it back. And, and, you, I shouldn't until, say that. Shouldn't until they get that. used to being in homes and not having to chase after I'm rabbits. I'm serious, man. That's what I would. But, so yeah, I got home, picked up my daughter. By the way, they look weird. They do look weird. But they're so they're so slim. They're like yeah, they're I, like they're like athletes. I just, I don't know. My dog has biceps. She has bigger biceps than me. Right. I don't, yeah, I don't want a dog. If dogs can, have biceps, I don't, want, I don't know. No, I don't know what it is either. But I don't want a dog that can kick my ass, you know? She probably could if she, you know, given the yeah. chance. But so anyways, we get back and... We had called them. They were bringing greyhounds because apparently when greyhounds get loose, they'll go to other greyhounds. They're familiar with them, so they'll actually go to them instead of running away from me, who's oh, actually trying to help they're out. They're, like, drawn to other greyhounds? Yeah. So the, yeah. is it, in order to get it back, you have to bring a greyhound into the neighborhood and walk it around? It works. I guess that's what they said, but it, we had to find her first. So okay. there's people coming in, trucking in their their greyhounds, and people looking so blah, blah, blah. So all of a sudden, there's greyhounds showing up all over the neighborhood now, these weirdo <laughs> dogs? Like out of the shadows, there's all you know, fifteen muscular dogs oh, going down God, the street. I would hate to live in that part of town. <laughs> they they actually didn't have a chance to show up because we were driving oh, and like right, we went down Chicago Drive, so that's you know, fifty five miles per hour, four okay. lanes, yeah. with the median. And I just happened to catch her out of the corner of my eye, bolt by and I'm like, Holy yeah. I mean, this is like hour and a half in, like shit, that's her. Okay. So we pull in and it's like a self storage place and there's like big open green area and then this giant water it's not a pond it's just this like really right. long stretch of water that's about 
yeah. you know, 50 yards wide by 200 yards long. Okay. And she's walking right towards him. I parked the car. I'm like, oh, wait, it just. Wait, at this point, snacks. were you hoping she'd just go in and go under? <laughs> Because I know she I almost did. I'm okay. like, I'm like, why is she going towards? Like, this dog has never seen water. All right. she knows is running in a track and kennels yeah, in our and, house and, uh, and bunnies and, and bunnies, and, and yes, abuse, <laughs> and bedding and sleeping in a very small sure, crate. Sure, yes, sure. all that stuff. Yeah, good life, good life. Exactly. So she, I don't know if she thought it was like a mirage or, but she just kept walking towards it. So okay. we get out. I have treats and like just be nice and easy. I'm like. Why did he come out? And then she just didn't even look back. She just walked right into the water. I'm she like, did. She's in the water now. She's in the water, chest deep. I'm like, what? And so she's walking, walking. And, you know, greyhounds are really good runners, but they don't swim. Okay. So, All right. So this is good news then. Yeah. So she hit the drop off in the water. Yeah. Oh, she did? Yes. Uh-oh. Like, like maybe 15 feet out, and she's just bobbing. Oh, like, I mean, you, she actually is in danger. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So, like, Shit. you know, when dogs do the doggy paddle, they can actually, like, move around a little bit yeah. and, and go. She was just, like, spinning in a circle with her paws. Well, yeah, her paws are only, like, one inch around because right. they barely touch the ground. <laughs> exactly. The dog flies. Okay. Yes. All right. So, and, the dog is, is in trouble. Yeah. So, she's starting to bob in, like, underwater, like, her head's going under a little bit. So, I took my phone out of my pocket and I just dove in with all my clothes on, head first. And I'm swimming out there. I'm looking up, and she's still paddling. I get closer, and she kind of turns around and is like, holy shit, oh, there he is. Like, he, yeah, she's oh, like, now she wants yeah, you. Yeah, oh, yeah, so she kind of sure. th- looks at me. So then I grabbed her collar. Oh, my and I, God. I, I pulled her back in. This she, is a miracle, the fact that you saw this. You were yeah. right there. Talk about Johnny on the spot. Yeah, because, I mean, if we had gotten there a couple minutes early, she, I mean, was, she would have been a floater. Like, oh, there she is. Oh, can She's, you imagine oh. if you're what, driving around with your kids and you see the dog floating on the water? Oh, my God. It would have ruined oh those God. kids. They would have become school shooters. Or see her like slung over my shoulder, bringing oh, her back yeah. to the car, lifeless, oh, limp. Oh, shit, yeah. man. I can't, yeah. Thank God you did that. I was kidding. Yeah. You know, I was just saying jokes. But, I mean, I, thank God you, you caught that. Yeah. Man, were you lucky. Yes. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Or because... Past the water, it was Chicago Drive, so I know oh, she's yeah. fast, but you know, fifty-five miles per hour at five o'clock in the afternoon with yeah, people flying. Sure, uh, no, she or, or, made it. and there's a train there. She could have yep. got greased by the train. Exactly, so many things could have happened terribly here. Yeah, she couldn't have picked a more dangerous place to run away. You still had to do the game that night, right? I did. did what time did you finally get home? Like, um, a, like a, right when you had to leave. Basically, yeah, you had to go to the rink right after that. I, I got I got home enough in enough time to rinse. I just rinse, not even like take a shower. Just rinse from whatever you know syphilis or whatever was in that water oh, that it I was, dove yeah, in it was to get full her. of AIDS. Yeah, my eyes full burned of for AIDS. a day. So then I quick change got to the arena and Phil's like, "Oh, you're late." I'm like, "Yeah, I, yeah, I can't like, explain shut it." Shut up, Phil. So then I get in the booth. I'm to chase a gray greyhound <laughs> dog today. She's Don't like, she's like, me. A, I was swimming in a shit pond chasing. The world's ugliest dog. She's like Usain Bolt. The Usain Bolt of Greyhounds. God. So I'm sitting there. You know, there's, there's the camera in the booth, in the PA booth. And I'm just sitting there just, just exhausted, like hunched over. And Phil's like, hey, you look like a drowned turd. Oh. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> funny you should mention drowned anything. And I proceeded to tell him the story. He's like, oh, my gosh. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, no. He's like, that's, that's crazy. And I'm like, yeah, you're telling me. It was, it was, oh. it was a very exhausting day. So that's two and a half years ago. Are you telling me that has not happened since? Nope. She's gotten she's gotten out again, but she hasn't run away. That, that, I, that did I not tell you this? No. So well, we, we moved. I, I bet you when she got out, you're like, oh, yeah. Oh no. My no. my sphincter just tightened right up. It's like God no. Yep. God no. Yeah, I almost just like laid down on the ground and said, okay. "This is it." 
Okay, the, take me through it. Blondie, your greyhound, yep. gets out again. Yes. Uh, so we, after this earlier incident, take me through how you saved it this time. <laughs> well, it was less drama, but she got out again. So like I was, we moved into a new house. We didn't have, did not have a fence yet, so we had to bring the dogs out on their leashes. Yeah. So we're going back into the house. I have the door open a bit. I take her leash off, and she just spins right around and goes behind me out the door. Like, oh, I was, here we go again. That's what I said. No. And so I go out there. She kind of looks at me because that same look kind of like, you know, down on her haunches, like looking right, at me right. like, come on, let's go. Let's do this. I'm like, I'm not doing this. And she runs around the front of the house. So I chase after her and I see there's our neighbor getting his mail. And I'm like, have you seen our dog? Have you seen our dog? And he just kind of looks up and ends up like, whatever. So I, I'm like, because this is out in Caledonia. So right, it's right. not streets. It's the streets and side streets. Yeah, and houses. It's a good it's just thing. Wide you're not, open area. It's a good thing. You're not black. They oh just shot you in the face. <laughs> and she's not either. So she was safe. <laughs> so I go, I run around the house and I can't see her. And I'm like, all right, I'm just going to check inside just to see if maybe she went back in. I open the door and she comes around the corner and scared the shit out of me. Cause I didn't know she was in there. I'm like, Oh, like, Oh, <sighs> and I, you know, slam the so, door. I'm like, thank God. She just oh, went back. Man. So like, it's like she was fucking with me. <laughs> oh shit, man. Yeah, that's rough. It's like, oh, I'm just kidding. I wasn't going to run away. I just, I just thought, yeah. you know, make me stress out a lot more. I had a bad deal with Bruce because he's the same way, man. And you haven't met Bruce yet. I have not. But he's a runner and he took off at night. I told the story on the air. He's so the, nobody heard it. He's the French bulldog, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, and he got loose at night. And while I'm chasing, okay, so I'm running, and you can always hear Bruce. He always has this going on. So as I'm running, I hear 25 feet away, you know. So I'm getting closer, and then it's getting louder. And then as he gets farther away, it's like. So I'm like, okay. And I'm, but I can't see, I cannot see the dog because he's like what like dark brown or something isn't he yeah, yeah gray brown and uh, but it's pitch black sure and I've got the little uh, small cell phone light it only goes so far I have no shoes on uh, like you yep yep and uh, he goes he's just I, I and then all of a sudden I can't hear him Uh-oh. so I'm running around now I'm panicked sure because I have no reference as to where he is while I'm running, I text my neighbor, Etta, who is all the time on the neighborhood Facebook page. Etta. And like, I, how old is Etta? Because that sounds yeah, like a really old person. She has a very name. old name, and she's very young, actually. Wow. Okay. And, uh, I'm sorry. Continue. And, and No, that's all right. And uh, so while I'm running, I'm doing voice to text. Uh, and I, I, I've talked to Siri, and, uh, and then I, I hope Siri doesn't go off. Sorry. And then uh, I, I say, please. And I, I am able to do it just with voice about yeah. what I want her to post. She's got a picture of Bruce. She just happens to have one. So while I'm running around for him in the minutes leading up to it, she's, I mean, all the neighbors, I'm seeing lights go on in the neighborhood as I'm running around. I mean, like legit. Right. And uh, I go home and I scream to Madison, Madison, we got to go find Bruce. So she gets in her car. I get in my car. I'm racing around the neighborhood like a madman, seen by my neighbors who then can uh, confirm this story that I was like, as fast as my car would go, I'm screaming like a madman. So it was terrible. So un- unbelievably embarrassing. And uh, then Madison texts me. She goes, I, g- I got O'Neill. And I'm like, O'Neill? 
Well, I didn't know he got out. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Where are all your animals? They're all out. Yeah, apparently O'Neal was like, oh, it's time to go for a walk. <laughs> I didn't let him in the house, and he wandered over to the next neighborhood, and she saw him, and he just politely walks up to her and gets in the car. And I'm like, okay, well, that's good. Didn't know he was lost, but all right. I parked the car. This is 15 minutes later. I go, you know, what if... He went home. Yep. Sure enough, I'm in the backyard. I'm getting closer to the uh, the back deck area on this exact house, mm-hmm. and I hear way in the distance as I approach that area. <laughs> and then uh, there he is, just looking at me, wanting to go inside. I'm like, oh, Bruce, holy shit. And so now he cannot go out into the backyard to take a dump unless he is on a leash. Unless, yeah. It is, I talk about a panic-filled moment. Holy crap. So we're, like, where would he have gone? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? I don't even know what, I've, to this day, I don't even know what happened. He just he might have just gone back and waited there the whole time while I was driving around the neighborhood. Like he held his breath so you wouldn't know where he was. Oh, my God, <laughs> yeah. Who, who knows? Good job, Bruce. Uh, okay. I saw this story, and I wanted to throw this out there. It was at a Walmart. You know something like this is going to happen. Uh, it seems like, first of all, if you go to Walmart, I always thought that that was uh, – I, I never really paid attention to it until I went to Walmart on a regular basis, but it, you're, it is a true thing. If you go in there, you see – you know, like Weirdos. there's websites about Walmart. Yeah, and people, people at Walmart, go, yeah. And why? It, it, we, it's – it's a discount store. What is the big, I mean, there are lots of discount stores. I don't, I mean, to me, I don't, I don't get the attraction of all these, the, the usual mutant brand of people (laughs) that show up there, but it seems like more often than not, the mutants tend to act out at a Walmart. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Story. I just read over the weekend that there was some lady who got her fat ass on one of those uh, carts that you see that typically, it's described as scooter fat. It's not necessarily that they have like a missing leg or something like that. They just can't move because they're gigantic. Yes. Well, this idiot is driving through the parking lot, drinking wine out of a Pringles can. On the scooter? On the scooter. <laughs> now, if that doesn't scream Walmart, I don't know what does. And as it goes, the cops showed up. She was not arrested. She was found near there. They said, take the scooter back, stupid. They're probably used to it there. And they let her finish her Pringles wine? Well, that's a thing. And I'm I'm like, first of all, where is is the main source of the wine from? What are we doing here? Where is it? I mean, is it, did she, I don't don't get the logistics of the whole thing. You go in to get the cart, but you still have to have uh, the the wine to go into the Pringles can. Or did she walk up to the cart with already the Pringles can full of wine. Well, that's easy. These, no, she. These are mysterious she, things. Josh. She took the foil off the top, just totally like sh- shotgun the entire thing of Pringles okay. in like one bite. Yeah. Went inside, found a Franzia box of wine, okay. opened that puppy up, and just filled it up. All right, maybe, maybe it was as simple as that. Might have been. They banned her from the store, and said you can never. Co- the cops informed her. They said you can't. Okay, you actually can't go into the store anymore. And I thought to myself, now, of all the things Walmart, that is like the most Walmart thing. Would you really want to ban someone from Walmart? I would say that you would want, you would encourage that. 
because right. that allows you well first of all you're in the news yep hey if i run walmart i'm gonna put people i'm gonna put plan i'm gonna put actors to do shit like this <laughs> right just so that you can you don't even need an ad budget at this point in time because of the, all the weirdness that goes on at those places you don't have to advertise anything because right. it's, it's like you can get uh, uh a new instapot and see something amazing Seems like you see somebody taking a dump in an Instapot at Walmart. Uh, Anything goes. I just like walking through that freaking store. I just like why and and just people watching. I mean, it's uh, and and I'm not just saying it to be like a an elitist asshole or something like that. But holy crap, you can. I mean, there are some. God dang, you can the the things you see. The fact that at our Walmart in Granville was the place where on Black Friday, remember that years ago, that lady went in. Yeah, and she. Face planted and yep. her hair fell off. They still show that. Like if you watch any news station leading up to Black Friday, they show that oh, clip every year. One of the best things ever. Holy Wait, that crap. was where, that's where you live? That happened there? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And then you got the lady on her cart with oh, her Pringles watch. Jeez. Josh, I want to thank you for being here, man. I want to thank you for having me. It's great. It makes the meter move when I have people in here and, uh, and stuff to talk about. A lot of people have wondered, whatever happened to Josh? I figured it'd be a good thing to get you in here. Here I am. So, uh, all right. As yep. we uh, continue to build the show, ericzaneshow.com for all stuff show related. The free podcast is there for you to listen as much as you want. If you want more, more material, patreon.com slash ericzane, or you can get to it right on the website, and sign up. Five bucks a month, you get an extra pod. So you get this one, that's fine. But you got an extra one every single day for just five bucks a month. And that helps us be able to build this podcast, equipment upgrades, uh, personnel, the whole deal. And we can stay focused on this and uh, continue to build this thing. For 10 bucks a month, you get the video aspect too. And my God, we got a lot of fun things planned for the Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm going to live stream the Super Bowl. Okay. And uh, I'm going to publish it for the tier two people only. So you'll be able to see the Super Bowl and then all of the commentary, not not typed, like Mystery Science Theater commentary. If you want to come over, you can uh, watch it with me. That would be, that would be a lot of fun. We get a room full of people to obliterate the Super Bowl. If you're going to watch the Super Bowl, if you're going to watch Got the it. Super Bowl, you want to watch it on the Tier 2 uh, Patreon as a patron member. Screw watching it on your TV. Just mirror it from your phone or your laptop right to your TV. That's how you got to watch the Super Bowl. And if you miss it, it's there forever as a Tier 2 member. That's what you do. That's all at ericsanchio.com. Thank you. Hey, thank you very much. God bless you. Glad Thanks, to- everybody. Yes, yes. Keep on supporting, Eric. Go, Josh, go. Hey. Go, Josh, go. I'm going. I'm going. I'm still going. Okay, not the best of the Eric St. Show podcast. Time out. Time out on the field. We've got more. I've got a segment with my son that I uh, posted years ago that I want you to check out. You might remember it. You might not. I don't know. Who knows? I do, I'm just happy that you're here listening to this. Now, look, as you know, the free podcast happens because of my sponsors, which don't you dare bounce forward. Okay. Don't do that, please. You know, I need you. Uh, I need, it's when the message meets the need. That's why I do this. Anyway, if you have a, uh, a business and you want to uh, market yourself on the Eric Zane show podcast, all it takes is for you to reach out, say hello to me, either email Eric at Eric show.com or I don't give a shit. If you just scream my name out and hand me a business card, I will then begin the process of telling you how it works. 
the uh, short story is underprice it, over deliver on it. That's what I do. Let me tell you all about it. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. You notice that when I get sponsors, uh, they stick with me for a long time. Now, not all of them. I mean, there's a few that are like, uh, it worked, but uh, we're out of money. Or, um, hey, uh, I'm out of business. Or it just didn't work. There was actually one sponsor that's like, no one's calling. And I'm like, I think you should cancel. Uh, God rest uh, Jason Mays and the folks at uh, uh, JM Synthetics. That was the one, a poor guy. He gave me a bunch of money to run the damn ads. And then I think uh, we sold like one quart of oil. Anyway, everybody else seems to be super happy. A&E, heating and cooling. How about these guys? Legendary. 616-516-8579. Joe Martinez started his business with just a beat-up van when uh, when he called upon me. Next thing you know, the business is taking off because he's marketing himself on this show. Everybody needs their furnace tuned. This is It's unacceptable if you don't, once a year, have that thing looked at. $79 on the furnace tune-up, 616-516-8579. Mention my name. If you uh, do get a new furnace installed, he'll install the best, the comfort maker brand of furnace or air conditioner. Call up 616-516-8579. Batting last in the lineup today, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. 616-532-6600. Very important to note that their Google reviews are by people who do not have a podcast and are not paid to say nice things about them. You can see all those at irvines.com. E-R-vines.com. All right? And then when you do say, you know what? I think I'm going to take Zane up on that and have these pros fix my cars. You got early bird drop-off. You got late bird pickup. If you want, they've got free loaner cars so that no one has to cart your ass around. Let's say your car breaks down on the side of the road. What do I do? Where do I take uh, take it? When the uh, wrecker, just go take it to Irvine's. They're going to go, oh, okay. They know. Just do that. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Here you go. The final segment of this edition of Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. It features me and my son, Jim. Again, this is like two weeks into podcasting. Nearly four years ago that this all took place. Hope you enjoy it right here. Okay, now my only advice to you, Jim, Mm -hmm. is when they say smart-ass things, don't read them. Because it'll rattle my brain. Or it'll rattle your brain. Can't you just get rid of it? Yeah, you probably could. Well, I think I think that comment box is the way to eliminate that. Okay. By the way, you see where I'm at the mic? That's where you need to be. Up in your face? Yeah, where it's like right there. I'm super <laughs> comfortable with it because I'm used to it. But you're probably not used to it. It feels weird, doesn't it? I like this styrofoam on my face. No, it, well, you're, I mean, I don't know. Hold on. Well, I want to turn off the comments then because that's a huge distraction. None. I don't and that was hard. I can't believe you didn't yeah, figure that out before. I know. I was watching a video, Jim. Uh, I forgot who sent it along, but somebody said, hey, this has a bunch of podcast tips and stuff like that, that uh, successful podcasters mm-hmm. use. And so 
Uh, this is hot on the heels of 12 hours earlier when I was interviewing that guy that helped Jackie get windshield solvent into her car. This is a story I haven't heard before. Okay. You haven't heard that story about what happened to Jackie? No. Your sister had no idea how to put the solvent into the, uh, into the car. Uh-huh. And so she's FaceTiming me from Speedway in the ghetto. Ooh. And uh, she's walking around the store, and I had to make her go out of the store because it's outside of the store. There's big, huge pallets of it. She gets it. She can't open the hood. She doesn't know how to open the hood. And then uh, some, some cowboy like helps her she goes there's some guy in a cowboy hat he's gonna help me well turns out uh the guy is like he's into rodeo oh no he's a veteran and i while do- doing the facetime he said oh yeah i know who eric is first he did, first he said i don't know who that is then he thought about it and he goes, oh no it's a radio guy isn't it and then uh so i put him on the air or on the podcast and um while talking to him it was on the facebook one it was on the free one mm-hmm People are writing comments like, this guy sucks. Hang up on him. Move on. Boring. And, you know, immediately I start having uh, a total anxiety attack of, I'm like, oh, God, we're going to lose all the patrons right now just because (laughs) of this interview. And so that created what's known as the Eric Zancho asshole brigade (laughs) uh, because I was so pissed off. So then I said that... uh, from this day forward, I have to keep the comments off. But then on the tips and uh, on the podcasting tips video that somebody sent me, it's some nerd describing very basic stuff that um, I, I actually felt good because I was I was like, oh, yeah, I already do that. That's I, that's uh-huh. common knowledge. Who doesn't do that? And one of the things it says is no matter what happens, uh, shut your phone down, like put it on do not disturb, uh, turn all the comments off. I was like, oh, yeah, shit, I should have done that. <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah. that's a big thing, Dad. I was talking with uh, your grandpa. He's pissed off because I swear on it. How does uh, What's that like in your world when you hear me swear? Because when I was a kid and I heard my dad swear, I hated that. What is that? What is that? How does that, uh, how does that work for you? But you've heard it even when I would yell at you when I was pissed off at you. Oh, I mean, obviously when you're mad and you swear, that's not an enjoyable thing. But in the context of what you're saying, I think I, I heard you talking about this on the free one. Oh yeah, you were yes. you were like watching on the Facebook. Yeah, I was watching, and okay. if you get a good swear in, like at the right time, it can add so much hilarity to any circumstance. Like even if you're not expecting, you hear a good solid f bomb. It just really. Well, that's what I tried to explain to Grandpa, but his response was, "You are you are starting to attract low life scum," and usually <laughs> the fact that he keeps using, "You're not a low life." Why do you have to be low life? <laughs> like, come on, dad. But uh, there's no talking him out of it, no matter what I say. Hey, Anthony in New York sent me this beautiful refurb HP. And it's freaking awesome. And it has made our lives easier. Thank you to you. Uh, Anthony, you know what I should do? Because I do know this. Anthony runs a tech company, mm-hmm. a computer company. And this is, I think, on, you know, only right uh, to you know, talk about his business. Fair enough, yeah. He's in uh, Albany, New York. It's known as Hardwired PC, Repair and Restoration. 
in Boston Spa. I hope I'm saying that right, New York. Thank you, Anthony. Uh, you can. Uh, he is the owner and operator of that uh, of that business. Anthony Prusky is what it is. Thank you so much for helping us out, uh, Jim. There was an army of people uh, working on this studio. Uh, it was crazy. Was that not great? It was like, I, I, I felt like this was a habitat for humanity house. It was definitely here. great. It was uh, something I wasn't, I wasn't expecting it to that extent. Because you were gone, weren't you? You, you had taken gone. off. You went to go get your kids the flu, right? Yep. We went to Play World. Play World is one of those places where the kids go to get sick. Yep. Isn't that right? Every Absolutely. time they come home, everybody has the flu. It's definitely filth. There was actually dust on the slides yeah. on the outside, and someone wrote clean me on it. With oh, really? Finger. Yeah, so someone was definitely walking around with disease on their finger. Uh, so, all right. How, how, so is that, that, that a thing where parents go just to like build up the immunity of the kids? Because that's what we did. We would just throw you in the ball pit, and then you wouldn't get sick for like five years. Those are, those are actually there, but I know that they don't have them at McDonald's anymore. Yeah, They're did you ever hear that someone found a needles, turd? Yeah, t- needles hell yeah is that a is that an urban legend people put needles in there i i bet you could find a story about that i remember a story that some kid came up and was actually like squishing a turd between his fingers you never heard that one like play-doh yeah i mean like he at the bottom of the ball pit you know and like in like one of the corners they actually come up with the shit and it's just <laughs> is that what you're talking about when you check up the swear I, I, words? I, that's exactly <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's what one. makes you laugh if you, if you said turd there, that would. It's got to be. It's got to be. A kid comes up with the shit. But in a conversation like that, it's so fluid. You just okay. All right. Um, what was the maddest I ever was uh, when you were growing up? The and and what? Okay, two things. True or false? When I would get angry, you would laugh. Yes, and the the one that the. I like to answer with the first thing that comes to mind with those kind of questions. Mm-hmm. For that specifically, as we were reading Harry Potter. We would read it every yes. night. Yeah. I remember one time, I'm like, okay, he's going upstairs saying night to everybody else. I'm going to give him a good scare. So I grabbed th- that spray bottle of water. Okay. And I hid it underneath the foyer, not underneath the foyer, above the foyer. So he would go down the steps. Okay. Yeah. And you would think I would be in the room, but I would actually be on the floor that you just came from. Okay. So you would walk into the room, uh-huh. see that I'm not there, and come out and look for me. R- right. You had planned this all out. Yes. So okay. You, I saw you walk down. I'm short, not far behind you. You look in the room. You go, oh, he's not in here. I wonder where he is. I'm going to go look for him. So you come out. Okay. You come to the steps. I jump to the top of the steps, squirt you with the water, and yell. <laughs> just having fun, right? Yes. Of just, course. I, I, I took it poorly, didn't I? You threw the book, <laughs> and you said, if you don't stop laughing, I'm not going to read with you anymore. <laughs> asshole you know and then you you're and then your heart's probably broken <laughs> you're upset when i hear those it makes me so sad because i probably wrecked what could have been a great moment i remember one time you played a prank on me where you know like if you're at a uh, <laughs> if you're at like a uh, kitchen sink and you have like the on off and the faucet and then there's that thing that you like spray the dishes with the sprayer mm-hmm. jim was probably 11 and he decided as a prank he would put rubber bands around that so it's engaged so that when you turn on the water to like get a drink of water the thing's gonna shoot right at you a ton of water and holy shit did i flip it just it worked perfectly and he goes ha! 
and he, he takes off and I scream and man I was such a jackass I hate I could have just laughed it off and then we could have had like a big tickle fight on the ground or something but no I think I like probably threw something and demanded that you like you know say you're sorry and like probably punch you in the stomach or something you made me clean it up I mean which obviously I understand is fair now but yeah, I was on my hands and knees oh. getting scolded while I wiped it up with paper towel I man I, I don't I think I was an. I think you know what. Here's the thing. I think I was a bad dad. I really do oh, think I'll that. I disagree with you there. Really? I think you just. Well, you're. You know, being that you're a father now, you're you're 23 years old. Uh huh. Um. You because th- when I look back at moments like that, I make my I, I make myself think that I I just I was just a reactionary jerk and I didn't do anything right. No, no, you you did fine. I I feel like if you have a not like really a temper, but you don't handle those some things that happen to either startle you and then you're wet. I don't, I don't respond to those things well either. Right. No one's right. done that to me. Right. But well, your kids like are it. still young. You know. I don't think I would enjoy it. Like you would. I think I would have a poor reaction. But you got a temper too though. Yes. And I, and I think that you get that from me. I think that most people do and they, ju- they, um, you know, it's just a matter of whether or not you can like harness that energy. I always struggled with it for the longest time. I was terrible. Terrible and could not control myself. Uh-huh. Awful. But anyway, what were we gonna say? You were about to you were about to interject something. Do you, do you like remember you said what it was? I was twenty three years old. The other day, I was actually I'm like, how old am I? I had the hardest time figuring out. Oh no. How old? I, I was like, am I twenty four or twenty three? You actually forgot how old you were for a second. Oh my god. Man, Someone life's moving me, fast. How old are you again? I'm like twenty four. I'm not twenty four. I'm twenty three. Oh, Jesus, you're so young though. You're so young. You you know you um. You didn't really do it the traditional way. No, not you, even close. I mean, obviously, you had kids at a young age, mm-hmm. um, and you know, a lot of people. I mean, you're way different than most other people. Does that ever creep into your mind as like, wait a minute, what's going on? What am I? Is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? Does it affect you? I mean, how does it? What what goes on mm-hmm. up there? Because uh, it's definitely different than what a lot of people may have experienced. Some people may have actually, but what what do you? What uh, what what's going on up here about that? Uh, just it's a lot of hard work. It's definitely gonna get easier as time comes. The more I learn and the more help I get, yeah. it, I feel like it's gonna come with time. Even though I've had a ton of time, it's definitely something that what's gonna come with time. Uh, what, are you, what are you talking about? Just the working out the kinks, figuring yeah. out how this whole thing really works. Uh-huh. To like complete fluid motion. You uh, just got a great job at a place uh, here in West Michigan mm-hmm. that has. Uh, it's, it's been different than the other places that you work. Why? What's 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 better about it that makes it a better place? It's definitely the people that are at that company. It's just they genuinely care about you. Yeah. And they want to make work enjoyable as well as getting yeah. the job done. Okay. So it's not just coming to work, make the company money. They send the profits back to the employers. They Nice. Uh, you used to do a job that I made you do and I talked about recently on the pod. It was uh, delivering the advanced newspaper. <laughs> Now, I told that from my perspective. And now, did I send you out on your own? I sent you out on your own. On my own. With you're probably 10? I was I don't remember the 12, age. something that, like that. And you and there were so cuz that stupid goddamn newspaper. <laughs> sorry, dad. It, they okay, everybody in the neighborhood gets it, and it's impossible to not get it. I mean, the reason I brought brought it up is because it's going out of business, it thank is. God. I saw that. Which is good news for the world. Because that means that we'll be able to save the forest now. Because that stupid thing's not going to be printed. But 
Um, I was talking about how the, the whole business about me picking you up in, in the car and then throwing him out the window and all the shit that went down because of that. I got an email. Um, boy, I forgot who sent this, but whoever, uh, I should give credit to it. But I got an email from somebody about this exact thing, about the inability to get the Grand Valley Advance or the Advance newspapers to actually not be delivered. Uh, it goes like this. This is from Randall, I believe. Mm-hmm. The Advance. I remember when it was the Grand Valley Shopper's Guide. Funny story. Not long after my wife and I moved into our house in downtown Zealand in 1997, I noticed we kept getting bagged paper thrown <laughs> on the ground anywhere between the end of the driveway to under the cars. Often waterlogged. If it rained, sure, it was in a bag, but it didn't really matter. A little rain, it becomes a bag of paper mache. So it became my personal mission to cancel this thing. My stance was that I didn't want it. I didn't ask for it. Who, uh, who were they to deliver this unwanted paper? So it took me weeks of complaining to finally stop this free paper. Well, they finally stopped. However, a couple months passed, passed, and they must have changed delivery people because it started being delivered all over again. After a call or two, I finally just gave up and accepted that the advance had bested me and just wasn't going away. It wasn't worth my time or efforts. However, it still irked me to pick it up out of the driveway to throw it in recycling every week. Then to add insult to injury, my wife eventually discovered a useful coupon in it. Oh, the humanity. God. I remember lots of stuff in the advance, specifically. Now that I think about it, as you were reading that, I was just letting my... Well, we only did one delivery. We did what, two. Because I did the one by myself. Yeah, and you got done at like midnight. You, it was two of those massive like courier bags. Right, right, right. About Giant, a thousand gigantic, yep. There was two of them. Yep. You put me on my bike and told me to go. Yep. It was winter yeah near the end yeah it was it was was cold as hell i remember you crying i remember you like (laughs) i'm like toughen up i'm trying to be like tough guy dad it was slush and it was horrible i finished that one and then i finally said dad i'm not gonna do anymore it's not worth it yeah and they and it's such a shit show because they give you like half a cent every eighth paper (laughs) so you wind up literally with like 60 cents at the end of the day and it's like what the what is this 1949 Uh for god's sake what is wrong with you people Holy crap. And then it got to the point yeah. where you did it in your car. Yeah. And you were just throwing I, it out. Yeah, we talked about that last last and pod. What was funny what's funny about not really funny, but one of the interesting things about that is there were certain houses on those routes for people that like with disabilities. Oh yeah, the infirmed. That couldn't go no, to their driveway. Some to guy get with it. no legs. So you had to put it in a special spot and you're driving by throwing it like like <laughs> on their in their gutters and like like halfway in their yard yeah. some of those old folks they like depend on the advance you know either to read it or wipe their ass and here i am throwing it in the driveway and you got that angry call from the lady who yeah oh yeah yeah we talked about that too that was uh that was outstanding and then of course i without permission played it on the radio and had to uh, get a get a meeting or two on that one my god awesome i want to read you this story too jim uh-huh all right this is screwed up this lady hit a jackpot at the MGM National Harbor in Oxon Hill, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a slot machine. Everything was good to go. She got big money. And, you know, I don't think it was like millions of dollars, but it was a good amount of cash. Okay. I don't know how this is going on. Uh, she says, I'm super excited and I needed the money. The lady, her name is Cynthia Obi. 
Uh, she said the casino staff said, well, Ms. Zobi, congratulations. Your ship has come in. There's like a pit boss there. Takes her over to uh, uh, where, where you would like cash in. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they, they need your personal information. And what they did was they took down her name, address, social security number. But problem, it became evident later on that they, the casino, screwed up and the number that they put down for her social security number of the however many digits are in that, I think, what, nine? They got one of the digits wrong, mm-hmm. all right? And that became a huge problem. The social security number that uh, they plugged in belonged to an individual who happened to owe, it was someone else's number, Yeah, happened to owe the state of Maryland a hefty amount of money on child support. Oh, no. Uh, Ms. Zobie is like, uh that wait a minute uh that's can't be all my daughters are i'm I'm old my daughters are all old i i don't owe anyone child support i've never paid child support this is not correct Mm -hmm. uh the woman said she would have been uh thousands of dollars richer by now she did not reveal the exact amount of the jackpot but the typo prevented her from getting one penny nothing she got nothing the state just took the money. Now, hold on. Why can't you just go back and fix it? How the hell is this even a thing? The state, okay, even if the state does take the money by mistake, it should be very simple at this point for the casino to say, hey, asshole, this is wrong. <laughs> this idiot screwed it up. She's fired. Obi gets the money. Give us that back. How is that not possible? Is that possible? Well, why? I don't know why that they would keep it from her i mean all you have to do is explain it right but no red tape has gotten in the way she gets nothing uh let's see has a casino gotten involved yes there's more the maryland woman uh she did not reveal the exact amount of the jackpot she didn't get a penny instead the casino offered her a 200 dollars play credit and drink vouchers for the night (laughs) they gave her like you know uh, waffles Can you believe this? (laughs) An MGM spokesperson said in a statement to Fox 5 DC, the casino is aware of the unfortunate error. error, I can't read. And is working on fixing the situation. They gave her more money to spend at the casino. Yeah. yeah. Here, yeah. We'll give you you credit to play, you know, uh, aces are high. Here you go. That's like giving someone money for them to pay you back with the same money. Right. I might have fallen for it, but I'm glad she didn't. Uh, due to MLGCA, Maryland Lottery and Gaming Control Agency rules and Maryland state law, we cannot provide an additional payout for this jackpot. How? What, how? Just crack it open and give it to her. You know how much money casinos make? It's, it's quite literally a license to print money in there. It's not like they're hard up. When is the last time you heard of a casino going belly up because no one was there to blow their welfare check? <laughs> That's unfortunate. I hope she does get that resolved. That, uh, would, be, that would be upside down if that happened. It says here, if she presents the proper identification credentials to the Maryland Gaming Commission, they will provide her with the appropriate payout. Mm, all right. Well, maybe they'll fix it. The statement read, we apologize for the inconvenience that has caused Ms. Zobie. Uh, Obi said she's frustrated with the situation and just wants the money that she won. She says, now I'm at the point. This is insane. You guys are a billion dollar corporation. She said, you do the research. I won fair and square. I just want my money. Yeah, that's a thing. They should give, I mean, excuse me. 
I, you know, I don't think it's some big billion-dollar payout. This is all horseshit. The fact that they did this to her. Just give that lady her money. Come on. Uh, Jim, how's the Dave Ramsey app going? We talked about that on the mm-hmm. pod recently. I don't know if you caught wind of that. Oh, yeah. It's, I did not catch wind of that, but I, I someone commented on the yeah. podcast today. It's going great. It's- How did you discover the Dave Ramsey app, which will help you to save your money? Uh, Aubrey actually did. Really? Aubrey called She said, it. hey, check this out? Yep. Uh, you can definitely... There's a ton of things in there to modify your budget to yeah. move money around if necessary for anything from vitamins to yeah. sp- spending time with your family going out and somewhere. Can any one of those things uh, by Dave be buy less frozen food so there's a little room in the freezer? I think that goes both ways. Dude, there is no way. You have at least two-thirds of the space in that freezer. Oh, there's much more than half. My God, these two, Jim and Aubrey and the kids, go out, and if they go to Costco, it's like, oh, shit. Here comes the dump truck full of uh, uh, 80 pounds of Nutella. Because that goes in the freezer, right? Well, I'm just saying, they're, they're not only the freezer, but the uh, pantry. It's it's unbelievable how much food you guys buy. Uh, ask Dave if there's a... If you, you should eat the food that you've purchased before you decide to buy more food. You realize that, don't you? I don't. I'm not the one who makes the list. Could you suggest, perhaps, that you eat some of the food to the powers that be? I could. Then perhaps you won't have to... I mean, seriously, you'd be a millionaire right now if you hadn't purchased all the food that you've already purchased. Might be true. <laughs> All right. Um, here we are in Madison's bedroom with the extra pod. Is there anything you want to conclude with with these people? Is there anything anything pressing, burning you want to address? Have you learned anything in the pod that uh, about that you didn't know about me or anybody or anything so far? So far, I've gotten the the vibe that a couple of people don't like the swears. <laughs> uh. Well, your your grandpa for sure. Mom said says it's not really necessary. Yeah, you know, I mean, I I I disagree. I think that the level that it was here is fine. Uh-huh. I mean, I think it can be too much. And uh, and I actually got an email from somebody. I was like, ah, oh, God. I think I'm going to try to couch it somewhat. But for the most part, we need to have those swear words. I fully <laughs> support that type of language. All right, that is going to do it for the extra pod. Uh, these are going to get better. I swear to God, as more and more time passes, I appreciate you mm-hmm. for being here. Yep. Appreciate you watching and listening to the Extra Pod Tier 1 and Tier 2. You are awesome. Thank you so much. We will talk to you further down the road. Stop that thing for me. How do you do that? I don't know. You I, Oh, let's hit the X. It's your See podcast. You act like it's mine. <laughs> hit the X. All right. Are you sure? Oh, wait a minute. You know, you know what? Hit cancel. This is going good. I want to say this too. I always forget to to plug this stuff. Um, if you if you want a t shirt, go to ericsanchio.com. You probably already, already know that. But these styles, the fact you can get long sleeve, short sleeve, any color you want, styles, customized Zaniac t shirts, hoodies, uh, tumblers, more merch arriving soon. I can't I can't say exactly because Jericho will scream at me and yell. Uh, if you are interested in advertising on the Eric Zane Show, reach out Eric at ericsanchio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for this edition of Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. But fear not, I'm posting to Patreon, okay? There's going to be some fun stuff up there. I'm not exactly sure what because I haven't dug into it. It's kind of like when I post it, then I'll figure out what I'm posting. But it's a lot of stuff from many, many years ago that I found on an old file sharing site, and I want you to hear it. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Okay, so for the NFK, 
the queen of the forest, the queen of the wasteland, the queen of the nighttime world, and the queen of the underworld, and uh, Benny, the one-eyed wonder dog, and O'Neal, and Bruce, and Daisy, and Milo, and Lincoln. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for your support. Have a good one. Bye-bye.